Welcome back to the Mailin' Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Lodge in Austin, Texas. Joining me is my co-host, Sally DeFries. What's up, Sal? How we doing? I'm pretty tired. Got in a Peloton before this uh, with this little ball of energy named Olivia that I thought was going to be really easy. It turns out she's really hard. Okay. All my Peloton peeps probably know. I'm a Cody Rigsby girl through and through. How many instructors are there? I don't know, a ton. I take from like probably three or four, like rotating. My favorite guy is this like really flamboyant guy named Cody. He's got jokes. Uh, I also like Alex Toussaint. And I like Emma Lovewell and Allie Love. But I started Olivia because I was like, she looks cute. This is probably going to be a pretty easy class. It was an Ellie Golding ride. Who was Kick Will man. using when he listened to uh, Selena? Bitty, bitty, I don't bum, know. Bum. I don't know whose ride that was. <laughs> that was funny. I Actually, I can probably check it on the app and see who he... You know, he does the psychopath move of just riding to a black screen. Like, he doesn't do anything anymore. Oh, really? Which is psychotic. I but, find it interesting that these... Peloton instructors are basically like many celebs at this point. Oh, for sure. So many people know who they are. They're well, the new podcast host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are, though. They're famous. Yeah. Because they have huge followings on Instagram and, and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty funny. Oh, he did a, sense. a Kindle tool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, shouts to Kindle. Yeah. Selena ride. Nice. Love, love me some Selena. R.I.P., though. Unfortunate. R.I.P. Really. Yeah. Corpus Christi, Texas, David. Have you yeah. seen the J-Lo Oh, yeah, Selena Dave. Movie? we got Dave here. Of course I have. What's up, Dave? It's a classic. Of course I have. And now I get to give a shout-out to Selena Gomez, pride of Grand Prairie, Texas, home yes. of the Gophers. Another Texan. The and the Warriors. She's named after Selena. Is she? Mm-hmm. I believe that's right, yeah. I think so. Selena. Other fun fact about Selena Gomez, she was on Barney. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I do With know Demi that. With Demi Lovato. I do know that. I didn't know Demi I didn't was know a Demi part of that. Was. That's why they were friends. Are they still friends or they beef? I don't know. I don't really know what's going on. The Mickey Mouse Club has seen just a crazy number of young people go through. They were Barney, but also Mickey Mouse Club. You got your JT, your Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Some other people. Uh, I think Ryan Gosling was in it. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. And then you've got the other subset of celebrities who were on shows first, and that is uh, what's the briefcase thing? the deal, deal or no deal. Oh, deal or no deal. Meghan Markle, Chrissy Teigen. Man, I did not really? know that about Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, Meghan it, Markle too. Yeah, that was the thing about Meghan Markle. It was like she was a deal or no deal girl. And now she's like a princess. The, whoever, wow, whoever scouted for the the girls for that they they did a they good, did a good job. <laughs> they did a good job. They had a binder full of women. Yeah, they certainly. I don't did. know if any other famous people came in that show, but I remember when Meghan Markle and Her- Prince Harry married, and they were like interviewing like random girls who used to be on the show who are like now 40 and have kids and they're like and sarah used to stand next to megan she's like she seemed really sweet i knew one day she'd be royalty you're like did you though? no shut up she just no, put out that did. line <laughs> yeah oh, man sorry weird tangent <laughs> anyway uh dave welcome to the podcast sub with it so glad you're here with us today good happy and to be here wearing your lucas shirt shots to the mavs Happy Luca Day. Okay. Thank you. To all of you. Thank you. Uh, before we get into it today, we have a hotline number. It is 888-362-MAIL. That's M-A-I-L, 888-362-6245. You can also write in if you would prefer. 
We have a link in our Twitter Twitter bio at Mailin Podcast. We have, I believe, seven questions today, three of which are voicemails. Uh, Dave, if you're ready, let's just jump right into number one. Hey, y'all. I am a 25-year-old male, and moving out of the house I've spent the last three years in with my roommates. The person I was going to live with fell through, and it looks like now my best option is moving in with a friend, who is a female, I've known for a few years. We are both single but have had small amounts of sexual tension between us in the past, although that was a long time ago. Is this a risky move, and do you have any advice to make this work as well as possible? We get along well and have similar ideals in what makes a good roommate. Love to hear your thoughts. Uh, this can work, but you're playing with you're playing with fire here, and it, it can also go south. I mean, chances of a hookup are pretty high, and not that there's anything terrible about hooking up with your roommate, but um, it could lead to stuff. It could lead to feelings and hurt feelings jealousy. and and jealousy and yeah. And if you're gonna bring someone back to the to the apartment she's going to be there and if she brings a guy back he's going to be there or you're going to be there when he's there um jealousy could absolutely creep in um i don't know sally what do you think i actually don't hate this weirdly <laughs> i don't know i i think the bigger deal that you're gonna have like the things that you're gonna have to deal with aren't going to be your relationship so much although i think that there if there's been sexual tension in the past I would just make sure that, like, one of you doesn't have feelings for the other before you move in. But Dylan's right. Like, the likelihood of y'all hooking up is pretty high, in my it's 90, opinion. It's 90% plus. Actually, we have a friend who did this. Moved in with a girl and then, like, immediately hooked up with her and then they dated. And then when they broke up, he had to move out because it was pretty awkward. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't think there's any problem with a guy and a girl living together. This is This is what I'll say. Any girl that this guy dates – is going to be like, why do you have a girl roommate? And unfortunately, it's 2020. Like, we should be past True. that. Like, we should be able to, like, let guys and girls be friends. But that, um, those stereotypes and, like, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but that's all ingrained in us. And so as a 25-year-old, I feel like if you're trying to start up a serious relationship with somebody or, like, bring a girl home that you aren't just going to hook up with, she may start wondering, like, why is he living with a girl? Like, why are they yeah. best friends? And what? let's let's say you do hook up. Let's say a month into you living together, you do hook up. But it's, like, totally platonic. You're friends. There's no feelings involved. Okay, got it. But when you do start dating someone, like you said, they're going to have questions. All right, okay, so you live with a girl. Mm -hmm. um, have you guys ever hooked up? Mm -hmm. And then you got to say yes. Right. Unless you're just going to lie, which we, we, don't, we don't recommend you do. But um, you got to say yes, and then it's just going to be tough to explain – the dynamic there and there's always the like i don't think this is a bad idea but i think you need to set some ground rules first just be like hey uh i mean you're living with somebody like the chances of seeing them naked are pretty high i don't know so i would just be like hey let's uh make sure like here's the ground rules yeah. if you have someone over that's fine just like text me so that i don't like bust in on you which you would do with any other roommate but it just complicates the situation having like Say she's has a guy over, and then you walk in. The guy's like, "Oh shit, am I like yeah. the mistress in this situation?" So I think ground rules are important. I think even saying like, "I don't think you have to confront the like elephant in the room of like we have sexual tension. There's a chance we might hook up because maybe you won't. But if it ever happens, then you really need to be like, 
we got to nip this in the bud right now. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with doing this, living right. with someone of the opposite sex. You just need to know what you're getting yourself into before you actually sign that lease. My little brother is about to live with a girl. They have a house that has four bedrooms, and one of the roommates moved out. So there's three guys, and a girl is going to move in with them. But she is engaged to, like, one yeah. of their friends. And so, like, basically they're not moving in. The, the couple is not moving in together until they get married. And to me, that's not as potentially problematic as it's like one guy more, exactly. and one girl. Because it's, it's like, oh, it's just a big roommate situation, and they're mu- they must be friends. It's not like, you know, you have just two people on the Harry's going to be in a new girl situation. They've got one girl, three guys. But you're right. Like, one and one right. get a little dicey. Right. Feels a little relationshipy. But I don't think it's a bad idea. I still think that he should do it, especially if she's the best candidate. It's but not just, a bad idea. Just beware of the potential And be honest here. with each other. If you start to catch feelings or you hook up yeah. and then you need to talk about it. Man. This is one like time where you can't be awkward and just completely sweep it to the side. Like You have to address it right then if there's a hookup and then be like, we got to move on. Or let it keep happening and then start dating. So. Yeah, and then if you start dating... It's fine, but uh, you know, if, if if things don't work out, then you have the awkward. Now, what do we do about the living situation? We've and had plenty of those people. Six months to go on your lease, and you're both committed to it, and you've broken up. Well, we've had oh, we've had a ton of questions like that. And with COVID, it's weird. Difficult. Makes sure. it even more uncertain. Sure. Um, I'm gonna hit you with some facts, Dylan. Men's diets—they're falling behind. Uh huh. And I'm not looking at you, but I just want you to listen up. You, you are looking at me. Over 70% of men don't get enough vitamin E, and up to 97% of men don't get enough vitamin D from the diet. That's where ritual comes in, okay? They're introducing the essential for men, the obsessively researched multivitamin that's formulated to help fill nutritional gaps in men's diets. We've been taking these for a while now. I love it. It smells good. It's got the minty smell, and like Ooh, yeah. there's the taste, you know, it's. It, it's easy on the palate. A lot of multivitamins yeah. aren't. Yeah. Um, it's good stuff. It's the new kind of two-a-day from helping support heart health, normal muscle function, and normal immune function. Back to the scent. Before I, I actually take the vitamins, mm-hmm. I just put my nose in there and take a big old inhale. You it's should. Awesome. It like It like wakes me up. It smells so good. Ritual always delivers. The subscription-based supplement is easy to start. Excuse me. Easy to start and easy to snooze. It's only about a dollar a day to have essential nutrients delivered to your door. That makes it easy because it's, you know, like they said, it's easy to forget some of these things. Vitamin E, vitamin D. You want your immune system and your body to be working like at full strength. Absolutely. That's why you got to fill in the gaps with Ritual. And right now, you can step up your nutrient game with the essential for men by going to ritual.com slash Randy, which will get you 10% off. Your first three months when you visit, excuse me, visit ritual.com slash Randy to start the ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months. Ritual.com slash Randy. Thanks, Dave. Let's do the next one. Hey, Kings and Queen. Wedding slash COVID question. Our wedding is in December. Backstory. In South Florida, about 180 guests. As of right now, we are still going full force with all Details and plans. Is this a trash move? We have a small contingency plan in play to reel reel it in, but obviously we want to go big. We are now four months out, so it's getting kind of real, and we don't want to be those assholes that are having a wedding in the middle of all this. We're getting married on this day regardless, even if it's just five people, and we've been engaged for four years and don't want to wait. Thanks, guys. That is a long engagement. Really, that's jumped out of That's a Pam and Roy type situation. Yeah, (laughs) that's immediately what I thought of. 
By the way, there's a PS here. It says, thanks, Sally, for telling my fiance happy birthday. I don't know if you remember this, but. I do, actually. Yeah. Thank you from, from this You're person. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, Dave. That's oh, right. My it, bad. It blended in with the next one. Give it, me the kudos. <laughs> okay, so it's. Okay, it's in December. We're currently in August. mid to late August. You have time. Um, look, schools are opening back up. Like, you take your actually take your kid to school. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe here for parks, he'll be he'll be able to go in. I think in October. Yeah. Um, I think this is fine. I know Florida is kind of a hot zone for this, so that that's the only thing that makes me not be like totally comfortable in my response here, but. It's December. I mean, we'll know a lot. Plus, you have a contingency plan. We'll know a lot more in in three and even two months about about how much longer this thing is going to last. Um, I would feel comfortable with with this. I would feel comfortable with a plan A going forward with 180 people guests and have but have some rules in place like mask distancing type situation. But a contingency plan is a very smart thing. If mm-hmm. things are bad or even worse by then. Um, scale it back and just do close family and maybe even like your your bridal party or your wedding party I should say I don't know what do you think Sally I kind of go back on all this COVID stuff all the time back and forth I again feel like and I said this last week like whatever your comfort level is is what you should do so if this is what you're comfortable with great do it and your guests will do the same thing so again we're in the middle of a pandemic if you have people canceled because of COVID, you can't really be upset about that. Um, I don't know that I would attend a 180 person wedding the next year. Or, you know, that's my own personal what I would do. But I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. Unfortunately, the people who are getting married in the middle of this pandemic have some really shitty choices to make. Because most likely, she's already probably sunk tons of money into. Uh, this wedding and that's a totally valid thing like if you're planning a wedding and you've sunk all this money into it having to cancel because of all this sucks and most likely you're not going to get money back so okay, it's been a while since i've done the whole wedding planning thing so is this stuff typically not refundable and if if it's not refundable is there like most uh, vendors COVID will not terms different or what no so our all of our stuff and we didn't thankfully sign that many contracts we decided to cancel before we had really gone through with a lot of stuff but we have uh, several friends going through this right now um most of the things you put a deposit for like half down right okay and, that's and not then refundable. and it's usually non-refundable unless they have like most of them have act of god clauses so like a hurricane or something like that a covid a pandemic you know a bombing like something crazy happening force majeure yes exactly Lawyer Dave, um, <laughs> I'll say like, if this happens, we're not liable, whatever, which is why a lot of people get wedding insurance because most of the time wedding insurance will cover acts of God. But everyone got wedding insurance and then COVID happened. Now they're all trying to make claims. Guess who can't pay? The wedding insurance companies. Oh, no. So that's the whole thing. Like the finances, I totally understand. The people, I, I also get like, you, it's your wedding. You should do whatever you want to do. If you want to have a giant wedding, great. You just have to be very cognizant of the fact that it's happening in the middle of a global pandemic. And like you said, it's December, so it's four months away. Maybe it'll be better. But there's also a chance it could be way worse. Right. The flu season's happening. We could be having a second wave. 
you have no idea. And now is the great time to just be very honest with all your guests. You're not going to seem wishy-washy for saying, like updating them, you know, however long into the wedding. Right now, when you send out save the dates or whatever, just be like, hey, this is still happening given that everything's still open and we're, you know, we're still safe. We're taking all these precautions. And then leading up to the wedding, maybe November, December, like make sure that your guests feel comfortable. So give them options. Like here's what we're doing for safety. Here's what, you know, like you can do to keep yourself safe. Um, you know, if you, if you decide last minute, you don't want to come, let me know. That's totally fine. Just be really open with your guests because you want them to feel like they're in a safe environment too. Like, the wedding should be about you, but it also you're throwing a party. So you just need to make sure that everyone there feels comfortable. I actually, I don't know if I said this before. My friend attended a wedding in Tahoe where they had wristbands that were like, red was don't talk to me or like stay what? six feet away. <laughs> Yellow was like, I'm cautious, but don't hug me. And then green was like, I don't give a shit. Do whatever. Are you kidding? And so you, you wore a wristband based on like your level of comfort of interacting with people. If you're That's wearing the red, crazy. you probably just should have stayed. Home. Yeah, the red. Yeah. I'm like, I think the red. A couple people at the wedding was like a pregnant sister or something. You know, like <laughs> don't come up to me. That's funny. Just or like a- interact with me while wearing a mask. And then my friend wore a yellow, but she was like, I got as I got drunk, it just became green. Isn't there like a, <laughs> so uh, a theme, uh, like a, a young person? That's a stoplight party. party. Stoplight party. That's right. It's like you're single, red. you wear green. Yeah, yellow is. You're kind of talking to someone. It's yellow or whatever. Also weird if you wear a yellow and like the person that you're kind of talking like, to is like wearing a green. <laughs> they show up in red. Like, oh, I thought we, I thought we were. Uh, I thought we were exclusive. <laughs> and like, what's the point if you go in red? Funny. Like, no one's going to talk to you besides your significant other, other people. Right. In, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I just think I personally probably wouldn't, but it's your wedding. You've obviously been looking forward forward to it for four years. I feel like. I've gotten comments from people in the past on my comments on COVID on this, like not going to bars, things like that. I'm going to reiterate this again. Do what is comfortable for you and like what's comfortable for your friends and family. Yeah. As, as this time moves on this COVID thing, it's not like we're in April where like everyone needed to be locked down because that was what the country and state ruled us to do. Well, not the country, but now it's like you really got to fend for yourself and decide how you want to, interact with people and do things so that's your decision i don't know i think that's well said that's that's all you I got a say. lot of time between now and december yeah a lot right. of time between now and then hopefully and the, it works out the contingency plan that they have in place i think is a very smart thing. right yeah and as long as you're um really like pragmatic about the whole thing and you realize like there's a chance that this could go to shit and it's only gonna be my family there cool but just like it's really hard when you're planning a wedding to not expect everything to be perfect. And I really commend all the people who are getting married during this time because I feel like I was like kind of a bridezilla the day of because I just was like so panicked about everyone else. I can't imagine having to deal with COVID on top of it. Like I would have been losing my mind. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel bad for all the people who are doing stuff like this during the, the pandemic. Yeah. It sucks. But we're all dealing with it in one way or another. So we're in it together. Exactly. Let's do a voicemail, Dave. Let's do a voicemail. Hey, Malin crew. Just got back from the airport from visiting my parents, and it had me wondering, what's your go-to quick snack or meal while you're in the airport? For me, it's definitely an Auntie Anne's pretzel or Garrett's popcorn if I'm lucky enough to have 
that in the airport where I am. Thanks a lot. Bye. Go to airport snack. Anybody hitting that Cinnabon? Absolutely Do they have not. Cinnabons in airports? <laughs> I know that they have yeah. Auntie Anne's. Austin doesn't. Right? Isn't that like one of the more common I always think places. Cinnabon with the mall. Yeah, exactly. It could be, oh. it could be oh. Auntie Anne's too. smells like a Cinnabon, though. Like, it's very buttery it's and It's possible sweet. I'm confusing the two, but I'm pretty sure Cinnabon is just in airports all over the country. I'm going to answer this first. Here's what I feel like. On the way to a trip... Most of the time, I've been, like, really good because I'm trying to, like, be fit and, like, look good on the trip. So a lot of time in the airport on the way to the trip, I'll, like, try to eat healthy. Like, Austin has really, really good food choices. And what happens is, like, I'll try to eat healthy and then that will go to shit as soon as I have a drink in the airport. And then I'll feel bad about it. On the way home, typically I'm hungover. I just want to get home and I'm a bottomless pit. I'll just eat whatever is available to me, like at all times. I've started to do a, just a, a fat ass gl- glass of uh, red wine coming back. Yeah, that's a solid it just, move. It just chills me out. Uh, it helps I d- with the anxiety. The worst is when you're flying back on Sunday and you like connect through Dallas Love and you're like, oh shit, I want Chick fil A so bad. There's so many options at Love. Like, just Love has out, great options too. Although, okay. Oh. Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays. I swear one time I was there on a Sunday and it was open, but it might have been a Monday. They're bad boys. We Both of us got Chick-fil-A on the way home from uh, L.A. for my wedding. Yeah, but I was in line with Beto and his son. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't have the cojones to, to, to uh, approach him for a photo because he was with his son. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was is my claim to fame. That was after your wedding. Yeah. Huh, Will good. and I got a 20, 20 yeah, piece nugget and like ate it in four seconds. I felt like shit. It's, so, easy, it's an easy airport food. Great. It's a great food. My go to snack um, is trail mix, but I do I do like a, a dried fruit nut mix. I don't do like the, the M and M kind. I don't need M and M's in my in my trail mix. Um, and just a you know one of those twelve dollar smart waters. You know. Yeah, really like I love spending. <laughs> Like a million dollars on a smart water. I try if I can to get like actual food rather than like a bag of chips. But I mean, if I have to, I'll get like. Cheeses. If it's in the morning, I'm doing breakfast tacos for sure. And yeah. at the Austin Dude, Airport. Is it Hobby or Bush that in Houston that has the Papacitos? That's Hobby. Oh my God. Yeah. Their yeah. breakfast tacos go. Do they? And then we got the Taco Deli here at uh, Bergstrom. And the Salt Lake breakfast tacos oh, are, yep. will wreck you. Yeah, they will wreck you. There That's are, a tough way some, to start a trip. There are some options in the Austin airport for breakfast tacos for sure. Yeah, if if I'm in the morning flying out, I'll get a breakfast taco and probably a coffee, and then on the way home, like it's a fucking free for all. Who knows? I, yeah, the way home is a different story. Will and I have stopped at a Buffalo Wild Wings before, just gone after it. A Chili's too. Dude. We've also classed it up and gone to the Lock and Dessa and Dallas Love. Oh yeah, catch okay. me at Papacitos. Yeah, at uh, either Bush or Hobby. I think it's Hobby. There's a Papacitos there. There's a no, there's no, a Papadose in Papa one. Papadose is what I'm Papa thinking. Papadose, yeah. Papadose, they're chicken the strips. Like you go downstairs, maybe from the main like terminal level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That must be a bush because at Hobby they have Papacitos and Papa's Brothers burgers. Never had their burgers. They're good. Okay. Their chicken tenders are good too. Yes. Remember that? Was that? Remember I sent you all a photo of me just going hard mm-hmm. on the uh, the Papadose. Uh, Strips. Yeah, Hobby also has good. a Chick Fil A, okay. and I will go full throttle, like get the full sugar lemonade, like the biggest one Ooh. I can. 
and then you don't even chicken care nugs. At that point. Yeah, you I just go off. Way home, I just am like, you know what? I probably already gained ten pounds. Let's just do this big, so I can pass out when I get home. Yeah, food's different when you're when you're traveling. Yeah, that always makes me feel disgusting, though. I don't know why. Either way, on the way there, you're not alone. It does it. Everyone, I think, kind of experiences that. I should like pack a snack for myself, or I just make a cheese board on a plane. That works too. Yes, you you have been known to do that. God, yeah, that breakfast trip when we left, I remember people were like getting breakfast tacos. I was like, I'm not eating. We're like about to indulge in a full on cheese board. I can't believe you brought that heavy board with you. I know, that was kind of dumb, but got the grandma. It was so good though, man. Worth it. R.I.P. to plain cheese boards, you know. That's right. Damn. No more of those. Oh yeah, it's it's mask on throughout the entire flight, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can take it down if you're like drinking or eating. Right. You can put it back up. Okay. Let's do another one, Dave. Let's do it. Hey, Dylan. My name is Jake. I'm 29 and I live in Dallas. I wanted to reach out because of how honest and open you've been about your divorce. I am recently divorced, December 2019. It was her choice, and I'm trying to figure out my life after this. I feel lost. And like I'm just floating through life at this point. I have an excellent job. I've made some friends in a new city and have a loving family, etc. But I just feel like I'm in a rut. I don't know where I want to go in life or what I want to do. I know this healing process is normal, but I was just wondering if you had anything that helped you move forward. Also, I have to say thanks to you, Dave and Will. You guys have been a big part in making me feel better by making me laugh when I'm down. Even though I've never met you, fingers crossed for another Dallas meetup. I feel like you guys are my friends. Keep doing what you're doing. You never know who needs to hear the content goldmine that is circling back and washed media as a whole. Take care, Jake. That last sentence is really why we're doing this question. Um, I don't love answering stuff like this, to be frank, but I always will because I know that some people find it helpful and other people find it interesting. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um what he describes is, I mean, I've, I've felt exactly the same way at numerous times since my divorce. Um, it's just it's t- it's just tough because you have, like, this thing in your life that's good and, and it's supposed to last forever. And you have all these plans and you see, your, you see your, like, a picture of your life in 5, 10, 25 years. And it's, it's like it is in, in the current. You know, it's, it, it's great and everything's good. And then... Shit goes south and it falls apart, and you got to pick up the pieces and, and figure out what the hell to do next. And it's tough and it's scary and it it sucks. Um, but you never know like what life is gonna like throw at you. Like no one can predict what's gonna happen next year or in five years. And and a lot of good, some some shitty things are gonna happen, but a lot of good's gonna happen too. And you just gotta, I don't know, you gotta just like go go forward and and make new positive memories and. Just see what life throws at you next because my life has been extremely unpredictable. I think I probably speak for most people um, career-wise, personal relationships-wise, family-wise, all that stuff. So it's uh, it's just so unpredictable that you just what, – what's waiting around like the next corner could be amazing, you know? Um, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, keep your head up. I know it sucks. Um, embrace it. Don't run from it. Just – understand that what you're going through is it's it's tough a lot of people go through it i don't really know what else to say i think that was a great answer well said keep your head up is it is it a good answer i don't really know i mean yeah i mean what it's not a bad yeah i mean it's not really our place to say if it's good or bad i mean it's just a it's just truth from you you know yeah i mean look i'm i'm 36 i have i'm a single father i i don't have 
I'm, I'm not in a relationship and like i i feel ruddy right now a little bit mm-hmm. well mercury is in retrograde Maybe. Is it? I don't know. Will I tweeted something about it last week. I think, I think he, he said, said how he it felt like it was, but it actually wasn't. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I feel like ruddy right now, but, um, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen to me moving forward? Who knows forward? what's around the corner? Who knows what's around the corner? Yeah, it's, life is so unpredictable that uh, you just got to take it as it comes to you a little bit. Agree. Made me think of that Venga Boy song. I, I knew that there was this song in your head when you started when you started bouncing. It's also the Six Flags song <laughs> with the old bald guy, the yeah, old fucking old man in the mask. And look, I know we've said this a million times, and it's very cliche, but like time does heal everything. Like it, it yeah. really will. Like the further you are removed from the situation, the less it's going to sting. I promise you that. So just be patient, and uh, yeah, make make good memories happen for yourself, and just see what happens next. You never know. Could be some great stuff. Speaking of next, what's for dinner? You got any, you don't even know, do you? It actually is going to be Sun Basket. Okay, well, like I'm, glad. I'm not kidding. I'm glad you said that. I'm cooking salmon tonight, baby. Nice. If you want to skip the grocery store, eat delicious, healthy food without having to go out, get Sun Basket fresh and ready meals delivered delivered to you each week. Not delivered. That would be weird. That's not even a thing. <laughs> I love Sun Basket. This stuff is so quality. Um, they were very gracious. They sent us our own Sun Baskets. I've had a lot of this stuff. It's uh, fresh and ready meals with organic, fresh produce, sustainable seafood, meats that are free of antibiotics, hormones, and steroids. Their chefs have won Michelin Awards, okay, and a James Beard Award. Hello. Whoa. How many of those do you have? I don't have any. I don't have any. Take the night off and let them cook for you. The meals sound amazing. Okay, yeah, these are amazing. I've had them. The Papardelle, pasta with wilted spinach, sweet peas, and fresh ricotta. Southwestern turkey and sweet potato skillet, I've cauliflower, had that one too. mac and Very cheese, good. bro. Korean barbecue chicken lettuce cups. Oh, you don't see that. I got the pork chops with the fig. Uh, I got agri-dolce. the boots with the fur. Yeah, and the boots with the fur. The caraway cabbage meat. I didn't even know what that was. All this stuff, man. That's a personal favorite. The spicy Szechuan dandan noodles with tofu and spinach. I didn't even know I liked tofu until I tried Sun Basket. Wow. What'd you get? You, are you doing salmon tacos tonight? I'm doing just... salmon tacos tonight with cabbage slaw, salsa roja. It's red uh, salsa. Right. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. These people are getting hungry, and they're like, well, where can I get some kind of like promo code, or what's the deal here? Are you going to hit them? I'm going to hit them with it. Sun Basket is now offering $35 off of your order when you go right now to sunbasket.com slash randy. Again, sunbasket.com slash randy and enter promo code Randy at checkout. Double Randy. What's the only thing better than one Randy's two? We do have unless, two Randy's. Unless the second one is here. a human. No offense. Uh, that's sunbasket.com slash Randy and promo code Randy for $35 off of your order. Check them out. Could not recommend their stuff more. Thank you, Dave. Thank let's, you, Dylan. Let's do a little voicemail Dylan, Sally, Dave, I've got a trash, not trash when it comes to group chat etiquette. Um, I know you guys have covered this before, but we've got one of those high school group chats. There's about eight of us in it. And we recently found out that one of our guys is letting his wife read our thread. Um, now, this thing's a little bit more tame than it used to be because we're all early, early 30s. Um, but we found out because she told my wife in passing, or asked her, said, have you ever read the guy's group chat? To which my wife said, no, there's no way I want to see what those idiots are talking about, <laughs> which is fair enough. Um, but 
we all have called him out on it, thinking it's a trash move because, in our opinion, everything we say in the group chat is said in confidence. Um, so is he trash? I can't really imagine being uh, swayed otherwise. I'll sit back and listen. Not great sound quality there, but we got through it. I thought that was the trash or not trash. <laughs> Have we done this guy's question before? We've done a similar one similar to this, yeah. Okay. It's trash. Don't you, it's yeah. It's not a good move. I mean, you, there's a reason why you text the squad. Right. Right? Cuz that that's what you want to read it. And you say it, you know, you say it's locker room talk, not you know, not egregious locker room talk like like Trump under Trump's definition, but Hey, um, bro, we don't do politics. <laughs> it's not politics. That's his term. But you say stuff that you you don't want significant others to read. Yeah. And it's trash to um, to show them without consent from the squad. I agree, I'm and I'm have a uh, I've admitted in the past to reading Will's text. You have, yeah. And I will admit, as a girl, it's almost like interesting. You're like, what are they? What are they talking? Like, what are they talking about? And then you get on there, and you're like, oh, it's just like forty five minutes of like sports talk that I don't give a shit about, like. I, yeah, like, that's all we're doing is talking sports yep. in there, right, Dave? Nothing, nothing more. <laughs> no, but like I, I have been curious in the past. I'm like, what? Like, how are this many people on a text texting about shit constantly? But then I remember, like, I have a group to act like text with all my college friends, and I think there's nothing in there that would be bad. That if Will read, he would be like, oh. But at the same time, like it's their privacy. Like we talk about right. personal stuff. Like, yeah, there's nothing like incriminating our health and things like there. that that you maybe don't want, like. When you're texting in a group thread, like ours, my most active one is like me and four other college friends. And it'll just like pick up randomly and then we'll go like full throttle for like three hours and then it'll like die down again. And I think the there's like an implied consent when you are in a group text that you're like saying like everyone else and my secrets are kept by this group, you know, and not that we're saying anything like monumental, but. We're talking about health. We're talking about like someone's spouse is being annoying. We're talking about some girl we all think is like going too hard on Instagram. And maybe we don't want like because exactly what this guy said, like that guy's wife read it and then said something to this dude's wife. Like that's what you don't want to happen because you don't yeah. want your thoughts that you would never tell anybody else to like become something. Yeah. And there's nothing like you said. There's nothing like too terrible in these text groups. Like there's nothing incriminating like I said. But – I don't think I would want, like, to hand my phone over to you to read any conversation in my phone. Right. Even there's nothing bad in there, but it's just, like, it's just private, and, and it's and on some level it's embarrassing. Like, oh, this is what Dylan says to this person and this person right. and this person. Nothing bad, but it's like, I don't want you to read it because that's right. my shit. And I think, like, you also run the risk, this guy, like, the guy who showed his wife, like, the wife, you always, if you're the one snooping, like I've said this before, you're the one who's you can't be offended if someone says something that maybe isn't doesn't sit well with you. And so maybe this guy isn't saying anything stupid, but maybe like the guy whose wife is reading it, maybe he's not saying anything stupid, but maybe one of the friends is like kind of acting up. And you don't want that friend that maybe is being a little more like rambunctious in the text, his wife to find out, you know, like and he's not meaning anything by it yeah. most of the time. Like. I feel like if any of y'all were in a group text, I know y'all are in any sort of group text and like some one of the guys was just like being blatantly disrespectful or like admits to cheating on his wife or some shit like that's probably going to go past the group text because y'all are like 
morally sound people who will say something to him at least and be like, that's not cool. You need to think about that. But most of the shit y'all are talking about, like, I don't care about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I This is trash. And It's trash. They need to tell their friend, like, we're going to kick you out. Yeah, exactly. That That's... That's the price you pay. That's the consequence of this. And if you don't, if you don't shape up, right? And you maybe give them a warning. Give them a warning, but be like, if you do it again, you're you're out. You're out. You're out. And Gotta once go. you once you leave the squad text, you're not coming back. It's it's t- it's tough to get it's back over. in. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I think we covered that. Yeah. Let's do the next one, Dave. Hey. So after college, I took a full time job in my college town, and on the side, I was a fraternity. House mom. Frat. This was two weeks after I graduated, fresh out of a sorority, former frat sweetheart, and a twenty-two at twenty-two I moved in with sixty-five guys. Guys, hashtag TSM. To be honest, it was a really fun time. I did it for a year and moved on with life. Flash forward five years in a different city. We're all adults, and I'm still great friends with some of the guys. We have this ongoing bit where they call me mom and make jokes whenever we are together in a text. And on social media. Well, these guys are a major part of my life. So when I'm dating a new guy, I try to give the potential boyfriend heads up before they meet each other. But often the guys I date are weirded out by the fact that I lived in a frat or by how many guys I'm friends with. When I bring them around, the boys make dad jokes. It's funny because we are all the same age. But yeah, I get it's a lot to take in. How do I explain to the guys I date that this is just a chill, funny situation? I didn't know this was – we didn't have this at our school. No. We were not house um, moms. I know, that some, I know that some schools – Probably bigger schools. Yeah, and I think it's bigger in the southeast to Texas have a house mom. sororities at least had house moms. Sororities are – yeah, they do this all the time, but fraternities not so much. I'm trying to think like – I think all the fraternities at Texas, and I could be wrong, but while I was there, I don't think they had house moms so much as they had like a house boy or something that like – I guess they called him a house boy, but like had like, you know, did all their cleaning, like did the cleaning of the house and like coordinated stuff, but maybe didn't live there. House manager type. House manager is the word I was looking for. That was like most of the time a guy because the fraternity guys that I knew, like, I don't know how this was where she went to school, but like, I don't think that the fraternity guys that I grew up with or that I knew would respect a girl that lived with him very much you know what i'm saying it, i like don't they were be, I don't they were sound, shitheads when look, we were in college i don't want to sound as sensitive but it's just it's a weird dynamic to me yeah you know what i mean most house moms i think are older women mm-hmm. right so to, to put a 22 year old girl in a house with 65 frat guys who are 18 to 22 who are 18 to 22 is a really interesting move yeah i'm, I'm not i'm not suggesting anything is going on like I'm not so don't 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 get me wrong right it's just a, an interesting dynamic to me and and tough to explain to someone you're trying to date I like totally I, I, I see it I, I get it um I don't <laughs> I don't really know what to tell her here I don't either because I, I don't want to come across as judgmental and I know that I am and that's not what I'm trying to do I am thinking about the guys that I knew in college and they were all shitheads like and up until we were probably like most of us were married. Yeah, you know this is more an indictment on the guys than it is exactly. her. Like, guys are just, at, at that Stupid. age especially, are scumbags. Yeah. I mean, they are. And I'm not saying that they're, like, you know, going to harass her or stuff like that. I'm just saying, like, they're just assholes and shitheads and they're constantly And they drunk think everything's and, funny. 
Yeah. And so my only probably thing that I would say is like, if you're going to date someone seriously, I would probably wait on introducing him to some of these guys that are your friends because unless you are comfortable having a conversation with those friends saying like, hey, it weirds guys out and I'd like you to stop calling me mom, you know? like. And this is five years later, so she's now 27. Right. So talking about five years prior is when she lived with the guys. So to still be friends with these guys. Well, that's great. That's great that she made friends and... That, but I also feel like maybe at 27, these guys like still having the like frat mom joke, like joke is like they they need to grow up a little bit. Well, and they're all wondering the one thing: like, did you hook up with any of these guys? Yeah, and the the guys that she's that, that's the around. underlying. Yeah, that's what the that's here, yeah. and then like because you know it's always when you meet the college friends, no matter what, you're always kind of like, okay, cool. You don't really like it when someone has inside jokes with your significant other that you're not in on. Right, it's just an insecurity. I think most people have it. You get over it, but, like, with, like, all these guys that you're still close with, like, I – that's tough. But I think if you just kind of get out in front of it and be like, yeah, these are my – you know, these are my buddies. My We have a we have a little ongoing joke. Yeah. And, like, it's probably a good thing that you still have a good relationship with a lot of them. Is this a paid role? I think so. She said it was a part-time well, you, job. Well, but she also probably got to live there for free, you know? She said she had a, a full time job and on the side I was a fraternity house mom. So like a like so at Texas the housing. house moms yeah lived in like a little like apartment situation right that was connected to the house or like a like a so she just studio. had a room in the house that was yeah. hers. So that I feel bad because I think that she's probably getting unfairly judged by potential significant others or boyfriends or whatever by the fact that she lived with all these guys. But I think that that, unfortunately, is probably going to continue to exist. Like, think about if you were trying to date a guy and he was like, I'm talking to the girl here. This girl was trying to date a guy and he's like, "All my, be- I have 10 best friends. They're all girls. Yeah. Like, people get weirded out by that stuff. And that's our own, like, conditioning as humans and the way we were brought up. And most people don't find, like, having only friends of the opposite sex, like, super kosher. Like, you can say this all you want, but like girls who say like I'm only friends with guys, I just never get along with girls. Other girls will judge her for that. Oh, for sure. Which may be true, and like maybe she gets along better with guys, but like girls are judgmental people. Guys are judgmental people. I mean, everyone's judgmental. So, unfortunately, I think you either need to talk to your friends and be like, "Hey, can we cool it on the mom talk?" Or like, you know, I don't want anybody that I potentially bring around to be like thinking that. There's something between her and the guy she lived with. Definitely don't, don't let them call you mom. Yeah. Mommy. <laughs> I don't know if they were doing that, but that, and don't call them. Mommy is. <laughs> yeah. It's, she's, yeah. She said they called, they still call her mom. And the fact that they're calling like potential boyfriend's dad is a little. Yeah. Intense. I'd be like, guys, we're the same age. Let's, let's cut that. But you have to, she has to look at it from a standpoint of like the guy she's bringing around. That's intimidating to like, come around and there's maybe five guys there that have been friends with this girl for like however many at least five years and she lived with them that's a weird dynamic to enter like on the flip side think about if you were entering and the guy that you wanted to date had five girlfriends that were friends that were girls that were like all sitting there you would feel pretty intimidated so i'm not surprised yeah it just takes it takes um but maybe the guy that she's gonna end up with is gonna be totally chill with this 
Look, and it takes some trust, obviously. Yeah. But it, you have to just explain it, explain the situation, and, and be totally honest. And if you have nothing to hide, that's great. Then and if a guy totally has a problem honest. with it, then he's probably not worth it. Yeah. He can't handle if, it. If he has an ounce of insecurity to him, it's going to be right. tough. Yeah. You got to find a confident dude. And he probably does because he's a guy, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. All yeah. right, we got one more. Let's I'm excited it for this. This one's a little bit more lighthearted. What's up, mailing crew? Uh, so these past few months, I've been getting out to these games, and uh, my waist has been getting smaller. However, my thighs have been bulking up to a to a place I've never seen before in my life. <laughs> so the issue I'm facing is that all my shorts are fit around my waist pretty well, but they are super tight on my thighs. So I don't know if y'all have any recommendations. Should I just embrace the skin tight shorts on my thighs and have them fit my waist, or should I just cinch the belt down as far as it goes and just wear some baggy ass shorts for the time being? Any brand recommendations would be awesome too. Thanks, y'all. You two both just nodding your head I'm, right now. I'm just I'm almost speechless I'm at, at, at this. I, I wish I had this. Wait, problem. why are you speechless? Because he, he's he's just he's just flexing about the gains. He's, <laughs> like first of all. To gain mass in your thighs, like that's not easy to do. I mean, okay, I want to say this. I can't. I, I'm I on record saying I can't do it. Commiserate with this guy because the exact same thing is happening to me right now on the Peloton. <laughs> like, hey, good for you. My ass and thighs are getting massive, and my waist is like maybe the same, a little bit smaller. Okay, but I can't. Hourglass Sally. I can't fit into any of my jeans anymore. Yeah, it's, he's also asking two guys who don't. <laughs> We just don't have this problem. Yeah. Like, we're never going to have he this problem. He needs to ask. No. Yeah. Ask, yeah. Go up to a meathead at the gym and be like, dude, what do you do about your shorts, man? He just, said all of his shorts fit you him You got to do the, the thing where now. you cut the little slit in the side. Yeah. So it kind of opens up down there. Um, or, man, uh, hop on. Get some bird dog shorts. Dude, I, I could I could squat for two hours every day for the next five years, and I'm going to see just moderate bulking in my thighs. Very moderate. Um, I just I just don't have it. It's just not in my genetic makeup. To have big thighs. Does and I've bird dog, it. Are bird dogs workout shorts, do they have a drawstring? I'm trying yes, to think of yes. what wills are. Yeah, I think that's great. Because you want something with the drawstring so you can cinch it on your waist. I mean, this is for purely working out, right? But I guess yeah. the other thing to do would be to buy shorts. Like if you want regular shorts, maybe some golf shorts or like something you would wear out. Buy them a size like what fits your thigh and then you need to go get them tailored to your waist probably. My waist is getting smaller and my thighs are just because massive. nothing i think i think the belt cinching where the shorts are way too big but you have a belt keeping them on is not a great look like no that, that's, nobody's that's wearing a belts terrible in 2020 look. anyway you gotta you gotta <laughs> go get your clothes tailored to your body like that's number one you gotta do that i've honestly never heard of anyone getting shorts tailored ever uh i, I do will does what we'll get some hemmed yeah hemmed and then honestly that's will different than getting tailored though no you can get them taken in like Okay, you've never gone to someone who like measures your waist, measures your thighs, and then gets you shorts that fit you. Like I've never heard yeah, of that. Yeah, I've never. I, I wonder if like when you go, if you go to like Lulu and buy I've, shorts. I've, I've had shorts brought. I've had them like yeah. that because I no, get but all those jeans and shorts. Like this is pretty common is to buy something that fits at least for women to buy something that fits your hips and butt and thighs, and then maybe it's small. It's maybe it's too big in the waist, and you just go get it pinched in. Okay. Hello, maybe, Kim Kardashian. You maybe, don't think they make pants like that? Like they're not making pants that fit that kind of hourglass. I've never thought about where Kim Kardashian buys her her jeans, she, but I, I assume it's it's hard to find some. They that probably fit her. Yeah, well I, now they're probably sense. custom made. Probably but. Jinko. She wears <laughs> Jinkos. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've, I just never heard of a guy getting shorts like actually tailored to their body. But yeah, it, I'm sure we'll, we'll in have some, some cases that it makes a lot of sense. In yeah, in the waist right now. Look, it's a good, it's a good problem to have. I I mean I I totally get it, dude. I have the yeah. same thing going on, and it's not something I want. Back so. in like my early 20s, when I was just out of shape, I was like two, probably like 205, 210, but it just like it was bad weight. That's when I bought like the majority of my suits because I was like applying for jobs and yeah. my friends were getting married, that kind of stuff. And then I lost a bunch of weight. I got down to like 175, 180, and my, I had six suits and none of them fit me. It yeah. was a joke. I was like, what do I do now? And I go out and buy new suits. Yeah, I mean, tailoring is great, especially if you're not going to like fluctuate in your weight, but sometimes it's it's better just get new shit. Yeah. Because it's going to cost so much to ta- get some Yeah, tailored. it's not like shorts are expensive. Yeah. Um, look, good problem to have. I'm happy that you are you so easily are gaining mass in your thighs because I just don't have that. Congratulations! In me. I think yeah, he needs to get nice. some drawstring shorts for the gym, and maybe. But there are there are also draw like actually the shorts I'm wearing right now are khaki shorts, but they're drawstring waist, and I love them. Yeah, we'll have some like that too. Yeah. Another thing is you got to look at cut. Like when you're buying shorts, and this is a little bit easier to do in person, but it's probably easier to buy something that's a little shorter than like a ten inch. You know. Yeah. And seam or something like a five or a seven is probably <clears throat> going to do better because like you don't want basically like Bermuda shorts on. Yeah. And if you like look and the waist is like in and then the shorts kind of go out. Yeah. That kind of helps you too. If your thighs are so bulky that your short shorts kind of like hitched up on your like you get stuck on your the thickness of your thigh. Mm-hmm. I think girls are kind of they kind of dig that because it's like oh this. this or you could go thick. do exactly what I did, the which is basically. Boy. Change all my shorts to bike shorts. They're all spandex now because <laughs> I can't fit regular shorts. It's really sad. Wow, look at you. It's getting the difficult. Pelly's paying off, huh? No, it's not. That's not what I didn't want. Gains in my thighs. You don't want it. You didn't I want just that. wanted loss everywhere. Okay. No gains. Okay. Maybe my arms. Maybe Madonna arms, but that hasn't <laughs> happened either. Man, good problem to have. I don't. I don't feel bad for this guy. Yeah, you both were just shaking your head like out of jealousy. It's because he's a, he's asking yeah. me and Dave, and that's just funny. Like if if Micah was in here, it would he might be able to help a little bit. Yeah, maybe Micah but, can but help I mean, out. I, I don't think I'm offending Dave. Like we're just not big leg guys. We never will we're be. Just not. We're just not. Yeah. Anyway, um, that that wraps her up. Do you guys have fun? I had a great time. That was a, little, that was a good one. It was yeah. fun. We got serious. And we got fun with it. Look, we answer what they ask us. That's kind of the deal here, right? Yep. Whatever they, whatever they throw at us, we gotta, we gotta hit. Any you know bonus saying? questions? <sighs> Not. I, don't I won't lie. I don't have one this week. That's okay. I, we had a jam. I've been episode. working the three to eleven shift, and I'm just you very tired. You're exhausted. Well, thanks for I'm showing gonna, up. I'm gonna think of one today, though, for okay. next week. Great. Uh, the hotline number once again is eight 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 three six two six two four five. And if you'd like to write in. Do so at the link in the Twitter bio at Mail and Podcast. All topics are on the table. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.